coming to you from the ReachMD studios. This is COVID-19 on the front lines. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz. It's been known for some time that patients with pre-existing health conditions hold a much higher risk of severe complications from COVID-19. Among the highest risk populations are those with cancer and heart disease, respectively. To get a better sense for how some specialists in these fields reacted and responded to the entrance of COVID-19 into the U.S., we caught up with two members of the cross-disciplinary cardio-oncology clinic at Mayo Clinic. Cardiologist Dr. Jorg Herman joined us first to share some of his perspectives on this health crisis. Let's hear from him now. I think the first up greatest impact is, is just confusion and fear. There's so much uncertainty and anxiety. We really don't know what to do anymore, what's best, and how this will affect us even more than what we've already seen economically, physically, emotionally. And as we've all heard that there are certain risk populations, those who have pre-existing cardiovascular conditions um, have been talked over as having a higher risk. And and also um, those who are older. And we've already had a few calls and, and notes coming in from patients wondering about their particular risk. But I think at the end, we're all at risk, unfortunately. And so there are different elements to this. And besides the federal governmental uh, actions that are needed from the medical community, I think it's critically important to to emphasize that, at least I think, no healthcare system in the world is able to cope with this if it's left unattended, if we have this exponential rise in case numbers and exceeding our capacities as if, as if everyone is coming in at once. And it's just, I mean, even if there is just a percentage um, and, and a smaller percentage of those infected, given the millions we have in this country, um, just, I mean, even for the U.S., it's beyond capacity what we can do to care for the critically ill among those infected. So I think it's critically important that we all as a nation team up and work together and try to uh, try to conserve those uh, precious resources. As we do so, this will extend the period. This virus is circulating, so we're just spreading it out over a longer period. But this will really, it's, it's still, I think, very important for us to realize that this is needed so we keep below the capacity of what our healthcare system can do. I mean, Italy, it decompensated, as we all know, in very drastic formats. It just didn't have the resources capacity uh, China had. They couldn't build what what was it, several 1,000-bed hospitals in a week, and also the just the sheer medical supplies and the simplest supplies, right? So I think it's very important um, for all of us to be aware of this and and to contribute in, in a way that we can. But again, going back to this whole anxiety aspect, I don't think it's a reason to panic for patients that have cancer. They feel like they have a compromised immune system or if they have cardiovascular diseases, um, or if they have both. Because at the end, as I said, we're, we're all at risk, and we're still learning as, as what the best predictors are, what the, um, tools we can use as far as biomarkers, and then how do we react to these biomarkers. We next spoke with medical oncologist Dr. Catherine Ruddy, who focused on some steps her team at Mayo Clinic has taken to help keep their at-risk patients safe. This is rapidly evolving from day to day. We're all trying to figure out how best to 
protect our patients and certainly very concerned about the risks to immunosuppressed patients in oncology. From a cardio-oncology standpoint, we're really trying to figure out ways that our cardiologists can support our patients without seeing them in person because we know that the more contact people have with the health system, the more the more contact they have with any other people, the more risk of transmission there is. So uh, Dr. Herman and I have been talking and thinking about how to really ramp up the phone and electronic consultations we have available for cardio-oncology. And I think that that's really not only specific to cardio-oncology, but for all types of care across oncology, we're trying to figure out how, who we can help virtually and don't need to bring into the Mayo Clinic Cancer Center. Of course, some patients still need to come in. People who are actively on chemotherapy, we need to be able to administer that here on site, but some others uh, we can care for from afar, and that's really the, a major push of our efforts this week is to figure out who those patients are and to um, be able to provide care from afar. That was Dr. Jorg Herman and Dr. Katherine Ruddy from the Cardio-Oncology Clinic at Mayo Clinic. For ReachMD, this is COVID-19 on the front lines. For continuing access to this and other episodes, and to add your perspectives toward the fight against this global pandemic, visit us at ReachMD.com and become part of the knowledge. Thank you for listening.